What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Red Zone Radio. I am Robert Wampler. We're back for football season, so I will be uploading podcasts consistently again. I haven't uploaded the past couple of weeks, uh, and you know the reason for that really has been, you know, there were the Olympics on, and I could talk about the Olympics, and I'm going to talk about the Olympics a little bit today. But you know, I don't. I thought I didn't know, uh, you know, enough about some of the events to be talking about them. I figured, why not? Let the Olympics kind of happen. Let the two weeks go by. Enjoy the Olympics. Then by the time the Olympics end, which will be about now, we're getting back into football season. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, preseason, some, some deals that were made, uh, some basketball news to talk about with the Lakers, obviously, uh, Team USA. So I, I let the two weeks go by, watch the Olympics, see what happens, see if any news comes about. And uh, here we are back on August 10th, a uh, few weeks out of football season, college football and NFL some basketball news, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about all that. But what, what I wanted to start with today is the Olympics. So I said I'm not gonna talk about the events, and I'm not really gonna talk specifically about the events because I don't know enough about it. But I'm gonna talk about the Olympics because you know the Olympics are an event. It happens once every four years, and I feel like it's one of those things. Some people really look forward to them, and they watch every event. Some people put it on. Uh, obviously, this year was a little difficult just because of the times uh, that stuff was on because Tokyo was 13 hours ahead and uh, 16 hours if you're in the West Coast. But nonetheless, these Olympics, um, I had fun watching them. I thought they were great. I think Tokyo did a great job. Uh, I always love watching the track. Uh, you know, I watched all different sports, while some sports I've never even seen before, but it was fun to watch. Something we didn't get for five years. The Paris ones are going to look good. I'll certainly uh, watch those in three years from now. But they were fun to watch. It was interesting. And, uh, it, you know, it was, it was always a nice way to kind of wrap up the summer whenever they come up. And now we're moving right into football season. All right, so let's talk about uh, Josh Allen. So Josh Allen got a $258 million extension. And some people don't like it. They're like, oh, well, he, he did good his second year. But what about it before that? You only see one year of greatness when you give him this kind of money. And this is why. Talent like Josh Allen don't come around every day. He can run. He's probably got the biggest arm in the league. He's he's improved his accuracy enough. He's so hard to take down because he's so big. They don't come around enough to say, you know, we have to wait and see if you're good enough. You have to get him while you can get him. You have to get him when Buffalo's fresh. You have to get him to sign that big contract when Buffalo's fresh in his mind and when when the honeymoon phase is there and when he's thinking, I'm going to stay in Buffalo forever. You can't do it a year down the line when something happens where maybe you trade Stephon Diggs or you trade a star receiver and all of a sudden he wants out of Buffalo. Then that's either going to A, cost you more money, or B, it's just going to cost you Josh Allen. He's going to opt out to go somewhere else. You have to get them when the honeymoon phase is there. We saw this happen with Dak Prescott. You didn't pay him the first year, and you franchise tagged him, so it took longer. For so it took longer, and since it took longer, the honeymoon phase went there with Dak anymore, with Dak in Dallas. So he said, "I want more money," and they ended up paying more than if they would have just paid him in the first place. You cannot do this with these star players. If you have if you have someone like a Josh Allen, whether it's right or wrong, whether you're good with it or not, you have to wrap him up when you can get him, and you have to say, "Okay, Josh Allen will give you two hundred fifty-eight million." The honeymoon phase is still fresh in his mind, 
with the Bills. He wants he's hungry right now. He wants to come back and win a Super Bowl. He's just got Stephon Diggs. He's happy with Buffalo at the moment. You get him probably for the cheapest you will be able to get him for, and and it's all wrapped up from there. You have Josh Allen locked in. You have him there. So I want to talk about the Saints because something interesting is happening here. Obviously, there's the Michael Thomas story. He's saying the Saints are trying to hurt his reputation. Champagne's upset. But I, but this is what's interesting about the Saints. So in the offseason, all everyone talked about was, I don't know what they're going to do about the quarterback situation. They're way over the cap. They don't have any talent. They don't have enough talent to, to challenge Brady for the division. And, and this is what I would say. The talent is fine for the Saints. They can challenge anybody. Jameis Winston is talented enough to challenge anybody. This team is talented enough to challenge anybody. The talent's not the issue. I mean, you got Michael Thomas at the wide receiver, Marshawn Lattimore as your corner. James Winston throws a lot of picks, but he's got a big arm and can run around. You got a good offensive line. You got Alvin Kamara, uh, your running back. I mean, you got a lot of great pieces on the offensive defense. Cam Jordan. Uh, so you have a lot of great pieces on this team. You even have Sean Payton, who I think is a great coach. The question is, what 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 is going to be the thing that holds teams back? And I'll be honest with you, I think it's the fact that Drew Brees stepped off the field. When Drew Brees stepped off the field last year, outside of New Orleans, everyone's saying, you know, it's not a big deal. As much as we love Drew Brees, he was aging. He didn't have the talent that he used to have. If they could find another quarterback, Drew Brees may have been holding him back. And that couldn't be today looking at this problem that is going on in New Orleans farther from the truth. Drew Brees was not holding that team back. That His talent may not have been as great as when he started, but his leadership was there. And leadership is extremely important when it comes to, you know, holding an FO franchise together. You get in these franchises, yeah, we see it on hard knocks all the time. Obviously we'll have to see what happens with Dallas, but we see it on hard knocks all the time. When you get in a training camp and it, and it's and it's hot and, and your emotions are starting to boil over and, and you have a franchise the thing about professional sports and in his particular football is that these franchises are worth three to four billion dollars some more these players are making you know at least 10 million that's not and that's not good star players these players are making all sorts of money the coaches are making all sorts of money the the pressure is there and you need a glue to that team to hold together because money and ego do not go together and that's and that's what a lot of these teams are it's money and ego because with talent comes ego and when you're out there and you need a training camp, things you know you start getting frustrated. You need a glue to that team. You need a leader to that team. And what this is showing me is Sean Payton was never the leader of this team. Sean Payton was never the glue of this team. It was always Drew Brees. It, it, Sean Payton, and not saying he was. I'm not saying that he wasn't a big part in their success, but I'm saying the glue of this team with Drew Brees, and you can see it already. Yeah, Michael Thomas always had issues. Michael Thomas always had off-field stuff. Michael Thomas always had some, some sort of drama since he came in the league since he got since he got that big paycheck. But when the money comes in and when you don't have a lead to the team, when you don't have a glue to the team, that's when things fall apart. The Saints are plenty talented enough to go toe-to-toe with anybody. They can go toe-to-toe with the, with the Bucks. They can go toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. I don't care who. They can go toe-to-toe with anybody. That's not the problem. The problem is 
the leadership. And when Drew Brees walks off the field, that's what happens. It was the same thing with the Bucs, honestly, James Winston's old team. A lot of players went there with Tom Brady, but with the first five weeks, that team was falling apart. They had all the talent in the world. But Bruce Arians wanted to do it his way, and the ego is there. And Tom Brady wanted to do it his way, and the ego is there. And the training camp, and the COVID protocols, and the money that was on the line, and the expectations that were on the line, the pressure got to them, and they crumbled in the first five weeks. But then, Bruce Arians kind of stepped aside and said, you know, Tom Brady, you do that your way. And he's a great leader, and he got that team back to, back to where they were. But my question is, who's going to be the leader of this team? Nothing against James Winston. I don't know if he's shown he could lead a team. You know, all uh, the Saints have a lot of players on the team that are talented and have a great coach. But I don't know who's going to step up being the leader. I, I just don't. I, I don't see a player on that team. Obviously, Drew Brees has, has held that position for so long in the Saints that I just don't know. But I don't see a player on that team that could be the leader, at least not one like Drew Brees was. All right, let's talk about the Lakers. So they acquire Russell Westbrook and Carmel Anthony. And people are like, oh, it's a lot of old people. And you know, that's true. And the thing, my my problem with the Lakers, and you know, LeBron posted, posted a tweet. He deleted it pretty much saying to keep doubting his team. And I, I don't, you know, it's not it's not necessarily my place to say he should have done that. He should have done that. But I guess this is what I would say. The Lakers are... are a team right now consisting of Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Carmelo Anthony. If you would have told that to anybody three to four years ago, that would have been that would have been a championship team. And not saying it's not a championship team, but they would have been heavy favorites. And I you know, they are they're all outside of their prime. And I guess my question for the Lakers is and I think this is where I kind of look at the Lakers, and, and you know, you know, because you know LeBron's in charge of that franchise at this point. But I guess my question for the Lakers is, what are you building towards? I mean, if you don't get a, when you put all your eggs in one basket, and you say this year we're going to win it, I mean, these guys are not young. I mean, these are older guys, guys that could get one injury and their career could be done. And that's not even including Anthony Davis because he's not that old, but he is injury prone. Russell Westbrook's an older guy. Carmelo Anthony's an older guy. LeBron's an older guy. Anthony Davis injury prone. The talent, once again, I'm going to say this. The talent is there. Is the stability there. I think the leadership's there with LeBron. Is the stability there. This is not a situation like the Nets. Where they, you know, the Nets were a team where, although extremely talented, and I don't necessarily think they had a great leader, but they had stability. Obviously, Kyrie Irving got hurt, James Turner got hurt, but you knew one of those one of the star players is going to be there. If LeBron goes out, let me paint you a picture here. We're about two months in the season. The Lakers are looking great with all their pieces. Okay, Anthony Davis gets hurt like he always does, and LeBron gets an injury. I mean, he's been getting injured the past couple weeks, um, the past couple years. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but he is getting older. That means your team is in the hands of Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. I'm not saying it's a terrible combo. It's certainly not the worst combo to have. But is that a championship team? Is that a playoff team? I don't necessarily know. I mean, I saw Carmelo Anthony on the Portland Trail Blazers. It didn't look like he did a whole lot. So I, I don't necessarily see... When you look at the when you look at the Lakers side to this, if they don't win a championship this year, 
that is it, this is a championship or bust season at this point for the Lakers. Not necessarily because they acquire the best piece in the world, but because they acquire all these pieces. LeBron said, get me these pieces and I'll win. And if they don't win, they're at the point now where they have no, I mean, they have no future. They have no future at this point. All their, they trade away Alex Caruso, trade away some pieces. They're saying, you know what? We're going to let you win a championship. LeBron wins a championship before you retire. And that's fine if he does. But if the Lakers don't win in the next couple of years, don't win a championship, and these guys retire, it's going to be a long climb back to the top for the Lakers. And they have to be aware of that. And I think they have to be careful. They have to mortgage the future a little bit. And they haven't done it. Put all their eggs in one basket. If they win a championship, that's great. But if not, you got to be careful. These guys, there's no future in these guys. There might be a championship in the next couple of years, but there's no future in the guys currently on this team. There's just no stability there. All right, well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Red Zone Radio. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great day, and I'll see you next time on Red Zone Radio.